Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 30 today, and we pray our way through four different subjects. We'll be in worship, Psalm 22, verses 11 through 18, a personal prayer, and a prayer for our culture. Now, we're going to start with some worship this morning, and all week long, we've been focusing on God as our helper. No different today. We have two different passages from Psalms. First one is Psalm 3740. The Lord helps and delivers them. He will deliver them from the wicked and will save them because they take refuge in him. Second is Psalm 33, 20 through 22, and it says, We wait for the Lord. He is our help and shield, for our hearts rejoice in him because we trust in his holy name. May your faithful love rest on us, Lord, for we put our hope in you. Let's pray. Lord, you are our help. You deliver us. Deliver us from wicked and save us because we take refuge in you. We wait for you. We choose waiting instead of moving head in our own power. We choose to wait for you, and you are our help and our shield, and our hearts rejoice in you. We trust your holy name. May your faithful love rest on us, Lord, for we put our hope in you. Lord, it's so great to be able to join with others in prayer this morning and to honor you for being a helping God. Like that's really kind of remarkable when you think about it, that the God who breathed life into everything, who spun the galaxies into being with his word, helps us, wants to help us, is waiting to help us. You're amazing, Lord. We honor you today for that. As we go on with the broadcast today, I pray that you would give me your words and your thoughts, and that this would be a gift to you, that you would receive it as a beautiful smelling incense, as your word says. In Jesus' name, amen. Our psalm today is Psalm 22. We are in the second of three sections of this psalm. This is 11 through 18, and in our post-resurrection time, we read this as pointing to the death of Christ, and you will see that very clearly in this part of the psalm. In the Old Testament times, it was sung as a lament. It's a prayer written by David about feeling abandoned and very far from God in the midst of an attack by enemies. So here we go. This is Psalm 22, verses 11 through 18. I'm going to read the whole thing and then pray it. Don't be far from me, because distress is near and there is no one to help. Many bulls surround me, strong ones of Bashan encircle me. They open their mouths against me, lions, mauling and roaring. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are disjointed. My heart is like wax melting within me. My strength is dried up like baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You put me into the dust of death, for dogs have surrounded me. A gang of evildoers has closed in on me. They pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. People look and stare at me. They divided my garments among themselves, and they cast lots for my clothing. Father, I'm constantly amazed at your word and how deep the layers are of wisdom in it, of how it can be something that points to the time that it was written and something that points to centuries beyond and even to well into our future. Lord, these words about your death, Jesus, are heartbreaking. That David would feel this way, that we all feel this way at times, is sad. But that you felt this way 
is so much worse because you didn't deserve it. The rest of us do, but you did not. You didn't deserve to be put to death the way you were. And I am so grateful for your walking in obedience to doing so. Because it's an example for me of humble service, of willing to die for your enemies so that they might be saved. You died for me so that I might be reconciled with God the Father. And I'm grateful for that. I'm so sorry for the pain that you endured at the hands of people like me in order to do so. But I'm grateful for your sacrifice. In Jesus' name, amen. It's interesting because as we finish that passage, we are praying for ourselves against our self-absorption, against our self-centeredness. And we have a verse from Romans 12.3 and Romans 12.15 today. Romans 12.3 says, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned to him. Father, as I finish the passage about Jesus' death and I think about my own self-centeredness, it seems so ridiculous. I'm so sorry for the times when my pride has gotten in the way of all the good things. We tend to think of pride as no big deal, but it's really a big deal. Forgive me for my self-centeredness, for my absorption with my own worth. I pray that you would give me eyes to see it soberly, with sound judgment, each according to the measure of faith that you have given me, and help me think of myself not more highly than I ought to think, but instead with the eyes of your Spirit. Romans 12.15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice, and weep with those who weep. Father, teach us to live lives that practice being others-focused. Like all the steps that we take as we move through our days, as we make plans for the future, as we make decisions in the present, I pray that you would teach us the practice of being others-focused. In Jesus' name, amen. In our last section today, the very end of our broadcast for today, we are praying for our culture. And this week, we've been praying all week long for guidance in the realm of the COVID-19 pandemic. It has not disappeared. There are spikes all over our country. No matter what you think about it politically, it is affecting decisions that so many people are making all the time. Schools and administrators and communities and businesses. Everybody's making decisions based on what they know. And we want to ask for guidance. So what we know to be based on what God says. So we have a passage from Isaiah 42, 16. We have a passage from Psalms, which is 48, 14, and another one from Jeremiah 10, 23. So let's start with the Isaiah passage. It says, I will lead the blind by a way they do not know. In paths they do not know, I will guide them. I will make darkness into light before them and rugged places into plains. These are the things I will do, and I will not leave them undone. Father, I pray for that for us. I ask you to lead us because we are blind. We really are blind. We don't know about this virus. We know more than we did several months ago, but we just don't know. It now seems to be spreading much more in children than before. And we don't know what kind of long-term effects that has. And so many people don't know what to do about school this year. We don't know what to do in our communities and for our businesses and for our economy and in our government. We just don't know. We are blind. We don't have all the information that we need to make wise decisions. And so we ask 
you to lead us in the places that we don't know. In paths that we don't know, you guide us. Make our darkness into light before us and turn our rugged places into plains. You say you will do these things and not leave them undone. And Lord, I ask you to do that for us today, for our personal lives, for our businesses, for our economy, for our administrators, for our community leaders, for our pastors, for our government. Psalm 48, 14 says, For such is God, our God forever and ever, he will guide us until death. Lord, you promise to be our guide. You are there. Help us take advantage of that guidance. Help us hear, listen intently, but also with the Spirit's ears. Like help us listen spiritually to what you have to tell us. Help us to cut through the noise of all of the things that people are screaming. There is so much noise out there today. Help us to cut through that and listen for your whisper. Help us to hear your guidance. Jeremiah 10.23 says, I know, O Lord, that a man's way is not in himself, nor is it in a man who walks to direct his steps. Lord, we have to walk in this path that we didn't choose. Nobody wanted this. Nobody saw this coming. Nobody wanted it. We still don't want it. But you direct our paths, our steps. You direct our steps in the paths that we don't know. Our way is not in our own understanding. Our way, the right way, is in the steps that you direct. And we ask you to do so, to direct our steps, to guide our feet, and to speak to our hearts and help us listen and learn. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me in prayer today. I do this every weekday, so we will be back on Monday with the next episode, and we would love to have you join us. If you're watching the broadcast and you found it helpful, let someone else know about it so they can join with us in prayer as well. If you're a podcast listener, it significantly helps us reach more people so that they can join their voices with us in prayer if you subscribe and rate and review the podcast. Thank you so much for doing that. My heart is that as we pray together, that our prayer lives would grow, that we would mature in prayer. And that God will use this time to direct you in your circumstances as he uses this time to direct me in my circumstances. I know he will answer these prayers in mighty ways, and I look forward to seeing those answers. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper and deeper in love with the God who gave us these words that we are praying. Amen. Amen.